Welcome to the Inspire Weight Loss Davy Podcast. Drug-free, sustainable, life-changing weight loss. Here's your host, Martha Savloff. Hello, hello, and welcome everyone to episode number two of the Inspire Weight Loss Davy Podcast. I'm your co-host and producer of the show, Jeremy Wolf, and I'm joined with your host, Martha Savloff. Martha, how are you doing today? I am excited to be here again. How are you, Jeremy? I am doing really well. It is Thursday. We are rapidly approaching the weekend, so I'm excited about that as per the usual arrangement. But I am interested to pick your brain today a little bit because, you know, I say this all the time when I speak with people. I'm 43 years old and I'm kind of set in my ways to some degree. And when it comes to creating daily habits for success, that can often be a tricky topic, especially when it comes to weight loss and exercise and things around your health. So I was hoping that you could maybe share a little bit, a little insights, a little tips about how to effectively go about and structuring, you know, effective habit change and things like that pertaining to what you do. Yeah, sure. So like, this is a topic that's dear to my heart because I had to go through it, Jeremy. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know I've shared this too, a 48 year old Cuban, and I was raised in, I call it the Cuban bubble, where <laughs> I, I was, you know, it's all about carbs and fat and no portion control whatsoever. So um, in order for me to sustain my weight loss, I had to change my habits. And a lot of the habits come from our upbringing, culture, you know, things that we pick up along the way, right? Um, and it's so important to focus ourselves to changing habits and, um, you know, and changing habits, it's not just like about weight loss. It's really about after the weight loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, there's weight so loss and then there's maintaining the weight loss. Right. So many people get the bug and they start exercising. I mean, I'm guilty of this too. And I'll go for a month, two months, three months, six months even. And then I just can't sustain it. And you just go back to your old ways. So yeah, sustaining yeah is is right. really the key once you get started is the key for sure and i, I want to you know, really bring that home today because you know everything is usually like rolled together and there's a reason why we call it a journey because there's different like stages phases to the journey right and you have like the pre-contemplation stage and then the contemplation and then the, the actual active stage like you are you are ready to take action, you're losing weight. And now after that stage comes the work, really, which is like nobody wants to yo-yo diet and nobody wants their their weight to come up and down and have to like hit that, that reset button again and do all these things all over again. But that's what most people do. Um, and that's because there's so much focus on the weight loss component, which is obviously needed. But what about the sustainable part, the maintenance part? And so that's where the habit change comes in. You know, Jeremy, especially like in this day and age where there's so many different options out there that are like quick options, right? Quick fixes. So, I mean, right now, what's what's the most popular thing right now is the diabetic drugs that they're being used for weight loss. Um, and you can't be on that forever, right? And you, mean like, you mean like like speed type drug? Like the, uh, there's like um, different... Like diabetic drugs that are being used right now to lose weight. 
So for example, Zempic and ribelsis, and it's called semaglutide. So what happens with that is that just, appetite, that just suppresses your appetite. So people are eating less. Are those amphetamine, so, amphetamine derivatives? Because I remember no. I, I saw a diet doctor many, many years ago, and he gave me a pill. I forgot what it was called, but it was something that it made you all speed it, it out. And it, what was That's it? a pentamine. It was probably Exactly. That. that was what it was. And it, yeah. made, it was like really, really ugly. And I mean, it, it worked. It got you to not eat, but it was it made you feel horrible. Right. So these drugs, what they do is they they kind of they slow down the process of emptying your stomach. And as a result, you're, you're suppressing your appetite, right? Mm -hmm. um, so then people are not eating or not eating enough, um, and they're not really changing what they're eating. Some people may, may maybe not, but they're still eating the same. So they're not changing their habits. They're yeah. just not eating. Um, so they're losing muscle mass, and that's very dangerous. Now, today's topic is about ch changing habits, and the reason why I bring that up is that with a program like that, it's the emphasis is not to change habits. It's just to make you stop eating so that you can lose weight. So then you may lose weight, but then the next stage, which is su the sustainable part, like the maintenance part, you know, one, once that drug goes away, your appetite comes back and sometimes with a, with a vengeance, <laughs> right? And if you haven't changed your habits and you go back to eating the, the portions that you were used to eating and the quality of foods that you used to eating before yeah. that. It balloon up real quick. All yeah. back multiplied. Yeah. Multiplied. Same thing with surgery. I'm not, I'm not against surgery. I think that there's people that, that need surgery. Even, even here at Inspire, when I, I've had clients that, you know, they're four or five, 600 pounds and I'll send them to a bi bariatric surgeon, right? Okay. But even with surgery, um, same thing. We see clients here all day, every day where they get tummy tucks and liposuction. Um, again, I'm not against those, but you have to do the pre-work and the pre-work is you have to change your habits and you have to adopt new, a new relationship with food that is a healthy one because once you're done with the surgery, and the whole novelty of like, now my belly is flat because I got a tummy tuck. I'm like super excited. Once like honeymoon stage is over and you continue eating the way that you were eating that got you to the surgery in the first place, guess what happens? You, the doctor has removed adipose tissue. And if you're, you're continuing to eat that way, your body's going to store fat no matter what. And it's going to find where to store it. So mm. then now you're back to square one and you might store fat in different areas of your body that actually distorts your body. That's another example of why habit change is super important. I mean, I can go down the line. It's er with everything, maintenance is the key. You go wash your car. You don't just wash your car one time in your life and it's always going to be clean, right? You don't go get an oil change once <laughs> and your oil is going to be perfect for the rest of the life. Of the yeah, frequency, consistency, regularity. Um, right. It's all about. So the bottom line, Jeremy, is you can try all these things and they're not all bad. Like, let's say going to the gym. That's amazing. That's awesome. We are advocates. I love I'm like I love working out 
all those things. But again, you can go work out for for an hour, burn 400 calories, and then go get a frappuccino at Starbucks. That's 350 calories, and you're done. And that's just one drink. <laughs> right, one drink just uh, knocks out all those calories you've just burned off. So, yeah, you know, we're we're creatures of habit, obviously, but unfortunately, well, to some, we live in a society of instant gratification, quick fix, and yeah. uh, many of us have habits that are detrimental to our success and happiness in life. What would you, what tips would you give to somebody that's out there listening that maybe is having a hard time that has you know all the wrong habits in place and is, wants to get better, but looking mm -hmm. at their current situation where they want to be, it's overwhelming because it seems like you need to change everything all at once, but that's not the case, right? You got to take it step no. by step. Offer some insight or some some advice to anybody out there. Yeah, of course. And that's what we do at Inspired. So it's like the saying, go slow to go fast, right? So um, start slowly, start incorporating alternatives. So I'll go back to my roots, Cuban. My, my mom used to order pizza and cook rice at the same time for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> double, double whammy. <laughs> God forbid there was no cooked rice in the house at any given point, right? So the first thing that I had to do, because my, you know, we all have like that thing, right? We, we, we try to identify the person as a sweet person or a, a salty, crunchy person, right? So I'm a salty, crunchy person. And, and that's what would get me in trouble because I will, I, will, I will snack that kind of stuff. So I would, the first thing I did was um, look for alternatives to those things. So, you know, instead of white rice, now I do cauliflower rice. Something super simple that way, right? Thing is that that most people need help with that. You know, um, we most people don't really know like the differences and even the different macros. What's protein? What's carbs? What's fat? And it's okay because in my life, I I did until now. <laughs> you know, until seven years ago that I got into it and open Inspire weight loss, but. Um, it's important that you find somebody that will support you and teach you because mm -hmm. everybody's different and everybody's body responds differently to different things, right? So then what, what you got to do is first and foremost, add some type of movement to your life, to your lifestyle, right? Second, look at, just write down and journaling is really eye-opening, because we can have an idea of what we eat. Uh, but then when we actually write it down, we're like, wow, I didn't know I drank that much Coke, <laughs> you know, or ate that much, you know, whatever. So um, yeah. top three, top three things that it's like, you know that this is something that you have to stop drinking or eating and then find a healthy alternative to that. That's, that's what I recommend. Um, and little by little start changing those habits. Like what are those habits? It doesn't always have to be, you know, food related, right? It's usually a combination. Like, are you sitting around two or three hours a day on social media? That's that kind of lifestyle is, is causes weight gain. You know, you're, but you're not burning calories. You're not active. We need to be active, especially as we get older. Right. Yeah. So like, you know, wow, I, I didn't realize that I watched Netflix for three hours a night. <laughs> so let's, let's bring it down to two and let's just grab an hour and go for a walk. I'm not even asking you to go full blown, you know, CrossFit, go for a walk and slowly 
slowly adjust. I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll tell you a little story about myself. Um, I am not a morning person, never been in my whole entire life. Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> Listen, we're all human too. We struggle with stuff. Um, and my New Year's resolution this year was that I wanted to wake up earlier. That was my. So naturally, if I don't have an alarm on, I will wake up at 39 o'clock in the morning, which is actually very early compared to like I, in my 20s <laughs> and my 30s. I can sleep till like really late. And I'm like, you know, I really want to get a lot more done in my day. So my goal was to wake up earlier. Now, I didn't. I didn't do what some of my colleagues do that they wake up at three and four o'clock in the morning. Cause I know that I, I will not be successful at that. It's just the, the truth. I have to work my way to that. Right. Yeah. Let's just, we have to be honest with, with ourselves. Right. Jeremy, we have to be honest with ourselves. So I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that yet. So I'm just going to work my way to that. So my goal, I gave myself a goal of seven 30 and that's more, Little steps, right? Little bites. Yeah, um, certainly achievable and attainable. It is. And so I heard this really great speaker say one time, um, and he was talking to business owners how, you know, let's change our mindset. And instead of putting an alarm to wake up, let's put an alarm to go to sleep. Ah. And I was like, wow, that's genius. And so that's what I did in January. I put an alarm on my phone to that reminds me to, okay, it's time to wrap it up. Whatever it is that I'm doing, that alarm goes off at 10 o'clock at night and by 1030, I'm, I'm asleep because I want to get a certain amount of hours because, you know, of sleep and I want to wake up at 730. So I did that little tweak. Right. And and that's what I'm talking about. Do a realistic tweak of whatever it is that you know that you need to you need to eliminate from your life. Those those things that are not not um infusing life into your life yeah one one step at a time and you know for for me waking up in the morning yes yeah, it's, it's always a problem unless unless if i have something that i have to get up for if there's an obligation if i have a meeting at seven doesn't matter what time it is my biological clock it just make i can't go back this it just wakes yes. me up but if i have nothing going on in the morning that's where the problem lies because it's, it's just, it, it feels in the moment nearly impossible to get up. But I love the idea of setting an alarm at night to remind you because you can get, like you said, sitting in bed at night, looking at your phone, you can get lost down that rabbit hole for hours, hours upon end. And then before you know it, you know, it's one in the morning and you got to wake up early and it's, that throws you off. So yeah. Yeah. And then you stuff. have that blue light, you know, and you're in, right in your face that actually causes stimulation of your brain. And then you, then you can't go to sleep. And you can't go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, so, you know, the moral of the story is I journal, identify those things, look for alternatives, things that are realistic, things that are going to cause you to be successful. Like I knew that 4.30 in the morning was not going to happen for me, <laughs> at least not now. You know, we're, we have to be honest with ourselves. So make sure it's realistic and then work towards that. Um, and make sure you have people around you to help you through it. And, and accountability is a big thing too. Mm -hmm. You know, helping somebody helping you stay accountable to your goals and your desires and dreams. And so that I think it's uh, the successful formula. Yeah, 100%. 
Martha, anything else you'd like to share on this topic? I'm sure we could talk about this for hours upon end, but is there anything else that you'd like to share before we wrap up? I do. You know, I want to tell people out there that that you can do it. You know, just because you were raised a certain way, just because your family did it a certain way, just because maybe you failed before at it. Um, God, when I tell you I tried everything under the sun, <laughs> you can you can probably name every single weight loss program um, and that I failed on, but I didn't give up on myself. And so don't give up on yourself. Um, you can do it. It doesn't matter. The past does not matter. The past does not matter. You can do it. And you just have to have the right, the right mindset, right? Be positioned for success and have the right people around you. You can change your habits. And if, you, if you're in a position where you don't want to change your habits, then I really challenge people to, to really reflect and ask themselves the questions like, you know, how, how, much, how much value does living healthy and living a long life, you know, how much value do they hold that? Because, because you know, a, a momentary, momentary thing of like, you know, having pizza might taste good, but what are the effects of that long term? So it's like the unattended consequence, consequences of people's decisions, right? And so if you have a desire in your heart and you don't know how to do it, seek help because there's people that are out there ready to help you. And then also weigh, weigh your options. Like, you know, I was 42 years old and I was, I was heading a direction of being sick. And I want, I want to live a long life. And if that means that I had to sacrifice my white rice and Cuban bread and pastelitos de guayaba, heck yeah. <laughs> and you know yeah. what else? You know what else, Jeremy? It's, you don't have to do that forever. You just have to be smart about it and, and learn how to manage, manage your lifestyle. So then you can treat yourself. You can have a, you can have a cheat day here and there. It's perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah. Like you, you've got to change. about the cheat days. There's so much power in the brain and it's not always and the emotions too. You know, the saying, um, what do you feel like eating? Forget about what you feel like eating. It's what should I eat? Yeah. Not, sure. not an, not an easy task, but it's a doable one. If people allow themselves allow themselves the opportunity to do it. Martha, always a pleasure being in your company. Um, lovely hearing your, your insights and sharing your knowledge. And I'm definitely taken a lot of that to heart myself. And I am looking forward to continuing on this journey and learning more and putting that good vibe out in the universe and trying to help as many people as possible. So until next time, everyone have a wonderful day. And we'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Inspire Weight Loss Davy podcast. To get your journey started, visit inspireweightloss.com or contact 954-837-8811.